0: guys welcome to the very first episode of living in 20s hosted by your girl praise your favorite baddie that never posts but always goes you know i like that i think that's going to stay (laughs) um thank you guys so much for tuning in and i really appreciate the support honestly i really do i feel like the support is even overwhelming i'm really grateful to everyone who shared followed liked Thank you guys so much, and I appreciate it, and I really, really hope you guys enjoyed this and you're here to stay. So, I'm going to take my time in this episode. I don't want to rush things. I don't want to go too fast. I don't want to go too slow. So, I did write down everything I wanted to talk about. I don't don't know if that's weird, but I tend to forget things and lose focus, but I'm going to start by dropping some basics about myself. So my name is Praise, and that is spelled as P-R-A-I-S-E, because people tend to misspell my name, not a lot, but it's common. Um, I'm a communications major, and I do live in the DMV and i'm nigerian so i feel like i just have to like sprinkle that in there and i'm so excited to be doing this and i'm really grateful again it took me a minute to be able to like warm to this whole process of having a podcast and even talking now i'm nervous but i feel like as time goes on i'm going to you know warm up to it it's been a long road and when i tell you it's been a long road i mean it's been a long crazy road i initially wanted to have a youtube channel which i do have and it's up life praise. but i never posted any videos i probably have like four subscribers but um that was back in twenty twenty when the whole pandemic started and you know I'm so over COVID, like corona, you need you need to you need to leave, okay? Like this whole COVID thing, it's it's really stressful, honestly. It's very stressful because there's a lot going on. We're missing our prime years, quote unquote. But so far i think it has taught us a lot of valuable lessons while still opening our eyes to a lot of things so in that aspect i'm grateful but in the whole aspect of stealing my prime years you need to leave but um i started my youtube channel in 2020 and i thought i was going to be consistent i had like I bought everything I needed and I really invested money and time and energy and creativity into that but anxiety is a bitch. And when I tell you I have videos of me like having a panic attack mid video and telling myself, you know, doing breathing exercises. That was the main reason why I didn't end up posting that because of just how I was nervous and I was just so like consumed with fear when I tell you fear had me in a chokehold I mean it had me in a chokehold I, I and even when I was like in my safe space I still felt like you know if I put this out there how would people receive it how would people perceive me and I'm really such a bubbly person like when i told you i'm so energetic i would be somewhere and even my sister tells me this like i would be somewhere and maybe we're at a concert waiting on the queue or we're at a restaurant like i tend to talk to people make them laugh or just i'm a chatty person i'm quite a chatty person so just i didn't want to be perceived the wrong way and i was also scared about like fear of judgment and just Will people like this? Will people care about what I have to say? Will people care about what I have to do? Or the content I'm putting out, how will the audience receive it? But honestly, at the end of the day, I can never really answer if my YouTube would have been successful or not. Because I never really looked through, which is kind of disappointing, but at the same time, I feel like everything equally happens for a reason. So that's going to bring me to today's first episode, Living in Self-Care. I think this one is very important for me, it's very important to all of us, not just even people in their 20s, but just really everyone in the world generally, like, what does self-care look like? Self-care really is putting yourself before anything. And personally, this is what I tell my friends. Self-care also involves being selfish because sometimes selfish people get shit done. And we tend to put others before us. Maybe we feel like we don't really deserve the love we put out there by the end of the day if you don't love yourself enough you're not going to make the best decisions for yourself if you tend to love other people more than you love yourself it's going to get you fucked up because you're going to just give 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 and then when you realize how much you've given you will be left empty so what does self-care look like in your daily life do you wake up and do things that make you happy little things like putting on some music making your bed so when you come back home you feel like oh that's you know my bed is late all i just have to do is take a nice shower and just like jump on my bed like is self-care making yourself your favorite meal or driving to work and you're playing your favorite playlist what is self-care to you what do you feel like self-care looks like for me when i wake up in the morning i always have like a bottle of water by my bed because i love drinking water i would drink a whole bottle of water put on some music i'll check up on people that i love and start my day that is really how i start my day i always try to remain positive and when i always talk to people i love in the morning it really gives me like a good start of my day. Like seeing my mom, seeing my sister, talking to my friends, or talking to my boyfriend. Like that makes me really excited because I get to like check up on the people I love and see how they're doing. And people in my life are really full of positivity. And sometimes it's frankly it's annoying, but I think it's it's really good. It's really helpful because days where I want to feel negative. They're so full of light and joy. Like, it really stops me from seeing the bad and it makes me see the good and what can potentially come of the day. And how can we really balance having a hectic life and self care? If you have a job, a nine to five, you know this one is impossible. And I want to be as relatable as I can. So let's be honest. It's almost impossible. I work at a restaurant. So when I have when I work the morning shift, which is almost never like on the weekends because you know, I like my Saturday and Sunday nights in case I want to go and it somewhere. I have the I have the time. But on a regular weekday i work from 5 p.m till close and that is like roughly about um 11 or 12 so i really don't get home until like past 12 and when i tell you this is the most impossible impossible thing how to balance a hectic work life or even a hectic life with self-care like it is impossible I have not cracked the code, so I can't even tell you how to crack the code. But people who do, please comment. Comment on my Instagram post for this next episode, for this episode. Please comment, because for me, it's impossible. So I can't tell you how to crack the code. But things that I tend to do to make sure that I don't lose my sanity is I take mental days and I take self-care days. So days that I know that after working and I'm really burnt out, I try as much as my next off day, I do things that make me happy, I I won't sit around the house or even if sitting around the house makes me happy, I'm going to sit around the house but I try to do things that make me really happy, I do my makeup, I take couple videos, I take pictures And I eat a lot of food. That's what I do. And for me, it helps because it doesn't make me feel like I'm working, working, working. And I'm not enjoying myself. I try to treat myself for the work I've done. And I try to reward myself. Because at the end of the day, adults are like children too. We want to feel rewarded. And we want to feel like we're appreciated. And we want to feel like the hard work we're doing is sin so if people around you aren't doing that you have to appreciate yourself and you have to tell yourself you know your love like learn to self-soothe like tell yourself like you're loved you know i recognize your hard work so guess what today i'm going to take a shopping today i'm going to take it to a nice restaurant today let's go drinking you know what today let's do some hair care face care beard care whatever it is you do let's play some video games like what can i really do to give myself a reward for the hard work i've done personally how i balance my hectic life is i reward myself for all the stress i've gone through i also try to give myself positive affirmations. I have a lot of apps for that. And I tried journaling. It didn't work for me because <laughs> honestly, waking up every morning and having to write is just not it for me. And even if even if I'm a writer, it's just not it for me. I tried. It didn't work. I had to let that go. So every day when I wake up in the morning, I try to like, I put the um, affirmation on my main screen so whenever i wake up in the morning what i see is uh, you know i am beautiful so reading that i have that in my head i am beautiful i am confident i am going to make money today i don't i try to meditate but i'm not patient enough for meditation it doesn't work for me but if you're someone who thinks like that is a way you can go you can you can do that self-care for me isn't really journaling and meditating self-care for me is my makeup going out with my friends going out with my sister taking pictures and watching myself on instagram multiple times like that is self-care for me and i told myself over and over again you're so fucking beautiful That is self-care for me. And some people do more so on the affirming side. Journaling, meditating, yoga, nature walks, and things like that. But some of us aren't like that, if we're being honest. Some of us how we tend to unwind is the club and drinking and even if doing those things excessively sometimes can be dangerous some people find joy in that so i'm not going to judge you at the end of the day if that is how you unwind after a stressful day go ahead because at the end of the day you really work to get your life in track your finances in order you work to get your grades so why can't you really treat yourself nice you know And one thing also I'm going to put now is going into self-care. We have to learn how to say no. That's a big word for Elmo. But we have to learn how to say no. And this one is really important because I too don't have this. So my podcast isn't made to... Tell people things because I have it all figured out. It's really trying to say things to figure it out and to have other people help me figure it out. So it's basically all of us figuring it out together, you know? And learning how to say no is something I had to learn the hard way in 2021. And in the process, sadly, I did lose a lot of friends. And learning how to say no made me realize that I didn't have any boundaries at all. And that made people think it was okay to do certain things to me and take certain things from me and disrespect me in certain ways. And that really hurt me because I felt like I didn't have to communicate boundaries because if you're my friend, you should know you shouldn't do this. Or do that If you're my family You shouldn't treat me this way Or treat me that way But I've also realized that A lot of people come from different backgrounds They see things differently and we all think differently. So we have to learn how to communicate our boundaries to people, our loved ones. Communicating your boundaries really, really, really saves your relationship in the long run. Because when your friends know you don't like this and this is not the type of person you are and this is not the type of thing you want to be doing. They would really respect that. And if they don't respect that, that means you're not supposed to be in your life. And that's when you would throw them out the door. Because at the end of the day, you really... You're the only one that really knows yourself. So even what makes you uncomfortable in like the slightest bit uncomfortable, communicate that and open up to your friend and be like, yo, you know, that thing that you did, that thing that you said, the way you acted i didn't like it and i just don't want it to happen again because i'm not that type of person and this is not the type of relationship we have blah 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 and for my givers for my kind-hearted people and kind-hearted so please please i beg you start learning how to say no because people really sense and pick up on when you're someone who is kind-hearted people see that and people look okay you know what she doesn't know how to say no so i'm going to take as much as i can before she learns how to say no learn to set huge boundaries especially with new relationships and old relationships like getting into 2022 guys let's try our hardest to learn how to say no and set relief really from boundaries having boundaries doesn't mean you're a mean person having boundaries doesn't mean like you're a loser or you're boring having boundaries just mean you love yourself and you respect yourself enough not to be put in certain situations and not to be treated in certain ways that's a form of self-care because when you immediately take out of take yourself out from bullshit trust me you would really feel happier and you just want to chill bro you really just want to chill because why should i wake up to drama every day that's not the type of life i want to live you know and this also is a huge problem that i see that we have especially in our 20s social media and as much as social media has its ups and downs There is a lot of doubt, and I see a lot of people looking and comparing. Comparison is a thief of joy. Honestly, it's a thief of joy and happiness. And I'm not going to lie. I want to keep it real. This used to be me. You know, I didn't always used to feel pretty. I didn't always used to feel... Like, I had the best buddy, I didn't feel like I had the best voice. Like, I used to dislike certain things about myself. And I remember when I was in high school, this one dude asked for my number, and I said no because he just wasn't my type. And honestly, I really wasn't even looking for looking to date anyone or be with anyone, I just think here. So, he went on to tell my friend that he didn't even like me anyways because I was too dark for him. And that really made me, like, question my self-confidence and that really took a toll on me. And every single time I would, like, go on Instagram, like, I would see, like, my algorithm, like, it was always, 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 always showing me like, you know, like skin girls. And I would see that pop up all the time. And that really made me feel bad. Like, damn, am I really that ugly? Like, I don't even see anyone who looks like me. And that really took a toll on my mental health. And I remember, you know, telling my sister and crying about it. And always comparing myself to these people online that I didn't even know. And with time went on, I wanted to feel good about myself, honestly. I wanted to feel good about who I was without makeup and without all the filters and all that. So I started i'm sorry guys i actually kind of have a cold (laughs) so i started following youtubers and the um insta baddies that were dark skin and i really wanted to not really i don't know why i did that but honestly i wanted to see people who looked like me and who felt really good about looking like me that was really what it was for me. I wanted to l- see people every day who look like me. And I wanted to see people every day who feel good about looking like me. And I would watch shows that were talking about like being beautiful. As a dark-skinned woman, I would watch shows that portrayed dark-skinned beauty. That was what it was for me. And I would only follow people on Instagram who were dark-skinned. I would only follow the makeup artists who were dark-skinned and who did dark-skinned women's makeup. I would follow um, hairstylists who did the women's hair textures that were like mine because I wanted to feel like I was seen to and I wanted to feel beautiful. So I did that for myself. And on Twitter, I would follow all the girlies that were always hyping up dark-skinned women. Because at the end of the day, for me, that was how I built my own self-confidence. And looking at myself in the mirror every day, I would tell myself, I deserve to be loved. I'm beautiful. I'm sexy. I really don't care what some random dude thinks about me. Because when someone makes really nasty comments about you, it really sticks. Like, it stays in your pocket. And even when you forget about it, like, once in a while, it's there, fading away in your memory. But it's still there. Right? And I just didn't want my whole Existence to be defined by that one comment, and I was really determined to build up my self confidence, and really make my own reality to be what I wanted to be. Because you call me ugly doesn't mean I'm ugly, and social media sometimes is really toxic we really see all these negative comments and we really see all these things that is happening in the world and we compare ourselves to people who are being praised but at the end of the day we're all beautiful we're all special we're all worthy and every single person on this earth was really put here for from for a purpose and for a reason and let me tell you something beauty standards what the beauty standards are are trash straight up it's trash and people might say you know it's easy for me to say I have what is called quote-unquote a or buddy but at the end of the day I didn't even with that BBL buddy I didn't always used to love myself and that's straight fact I didn't always used to feel like I was that bitch but at the end of the day I had to learn how to get there and love myself the beauty standard is straight up trash Beauty isn't what someone makes it to be. Beauty is what you make it to be. There is beauty in self-confidence. There is beauty in anything. Who cares if someone, one rando, one fucking idiot thinks, you don't have a pointed nose, you don't have small lips, so you're ugly. You don't have good hair, trash, so you're ugly. My hair is beautiful. The texture of my hair is beautiful. I love my hair. I love my nose. I love my smile. I love everything about me. I love that I'm dark skinned. My beauty is what I make it, not what you make it. My beauty is my own. Whatever I say my beauty is, that's what my beauty is. And for anyone who is like struggling with that... I would really say, try to change what you see on your page. And as much as it's not easy, I really, when I was going through that whole transition or period, it really made me understand that media and social, social media really tries to, like, shelter dark-skinned women. And I had to do my research. I had to search to find the girlies. And I eventually did. And I would make sure like I would like, I would comment, I would share that post. Just so that the algorithm knows this is what I want to see. Okay, so this is what you're going to give me. Social media is really a thief of joy. It's really a thief of joy. And if you really want to venture into self-care you have to learn what your social media triggers are and how to really reshape what your social media looks like and how much you really consume daily. I try as much as I can not to go on Twitter anymore, even if it's one of the funniest apps. I try not to go on there anymore. I try not to go on TikTok as much. I try not to go on Snapchat or even Instagram as much. You know, I'm really that one person who will ghost and just not come online anymore because whenever I feel like I'm reaching a breaking point or I'm starting to feel like this person has this why don't I have this I really just take myself out of the equation and just really focus on my life on the things I have on the things I want to do and how to get there and that's really helped me and I do hope It helps you too. And anyone who has any other suggestions, please put it down below. And also, this one is really important. Living unhappy situations. It's really hard, but at the same time, it's really important. We tend to stay in things that don't satisfy us anymore, especially because of history or because we feel like we don't deserve anything better or we don't deserve better than that. But that's a lie. If you never really leave a certain situation, you would never really know like, this wasn't for me. You can't be in one place and expect to... Know anything else If you're in your room all day Right and you never leave your room How do you know The living room is Not better than your room If you don't go outside If you don't step out You know And all I'm just trying to say is it, could, it It could be hard But at the end of the day You don't want to spend your whole 20s Being with someone Or doing something that really makes you unhappy and makes you question yourself what as a human you deserve love just because you're a human you deserve you deserve joy you deserve light you deserve opportunities opportunities and you deserve good things you deserve to be that person that you want to be and you deserve to you just you deserve the best. the best and you would never really know Except you leave that situation Things that don't serve you anymore You need to learn how to walk away from it And you need to learn how to walk away from it fast My mom used to say Because her mom used to say No, they carry relationship for head they carry on for shoulder In case anything happens You could just you could just drop them You can't like carry things on your head When you realize that a lot of people around you, projection goes on, they have demons that you're fighting and they're trying to put that on you, you will realize that you're not the problem. They are. So once you see someone is mistreating you or being harsh to you or your job they don't appreciate you anymore or the people that you wake up around are negative the friends you have they don't hype you up and they don't make you feel about your They don't make you feel your best of and they make you feel like you're worthless once you leave that you would realize that there are so many people in this world who loves you and who sees you and who appreciates you you just have to put yourself out there and be ready to you know remake remake new stories with people okay close the chapter of one book and rewrite your your own story you're the main you're the boss in your life you're the ceo you're the main character don't let anyone tell you different don't try to let your your side character come and try to overtake your book it's you it's about you okay praise my life is about me and then everyone around it's just a supporting character If you're John, your life is about John and the main people around you is a supporting character. And you have the choice to erase them whenever they act up. And if you don't feel like they love you enough or you don't feel like they support you enough or you don't feel like they make you feel like being alive is worth it, erase them out of your book and find new characters and make sure that the characters are the ones that you want to feel around. Or you want to be around. And the last thing on my list is going after your dreams. Self-care, baby. Going after your dreams. In you know, 2022, all we're doing is going after our dreams. Regardless, listen, the audience will come the people who are meant to find you will find you the people who you're meant to inspire will find you and the people who you're meant to make connections with make money with will find you the universe will align you with those people as long as you are alive and walking towards your purpose i promise you you're going to get results as long as you're consistent you're prayerful you're hopeful. You're going to get your results. Really nothing can stop your shine. The only time you fail is when you stop. People who fail and get up again 10 times harder, they're one of the strongest people I know. And it makes you a boss-ass bitch, and it makes you a boss. It makes you fearless, and it makes you courageous, because sudden, because often when we fail, we're so scared of embarrassment, we just close that chapter of our life. But that is when you really fail, because you stopped. You got to keep going. You have to keep pushing. And you have to keep believing in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself. Who will? If you don't put yourself out there. Who will? And if you don't push yourself. Who will? You always have to be your number one fan. You have to go after your dreams. Only you really know what you want as a person. So with that being said. I'm going to wrap up the first episode of my podcast. And I'm challenging everyone here today. To put yourself out there and really define what self-care means to them. Redefine what self-care means to you and make sure that you're doing things that makes you happy and you're putting yourself first. So, what does self-care look like for you? (laughs) So, thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget, weekly episodes drop every Tuesdays. No, what the hell? <laughs> weekly episodes drop every Thursdays on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're having a special Valentine's Day episode and I'm going to have some guests. And trust me, all episodes won't be this same. okay? I'm just feeling a little bit... Um, inspirational today so that's why i'm talking about this well on my episode won't be zen. i had to kick it off the first episode with positivity and love and encouraging words so thank you so much and don't forget to please follow and like and rate and share living in 20s every thursdays with your girl praise thank you bye